Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hello, and welcome back, everybody. Hey, it's everybody. It's Two Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Larice. And I'm Patrick. So we can actually rename this episode three. Because I could be the father, Pat could be the son, you could no. be the Holy Spirit. No, I don't even want to be no. your son. The unholy spirit. I will not be. No. We're not like my actual son. Your you're, you're, you're the son of the Trinity. I will not be your Jesus. We are the uh, your Lord and the three Savior. podcasters no. of X Files. But uh, yeah, it's a three, Ugh. one breath, Yay. and Firewalker. Oh my God. Yeah, I was loving me some Firewalker. Can I just but. say, I've seen every episode like a million times, but for some reason I had never seen that one. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a lie. Firewalker? I had never seen that one. <laughs> How'd you miss it? I think it wasn't on my VHS box set that I got. I and somehow twice. I missed it in syndication reruns when I set my VHS to tape it. You know why it probably wasn't in the VHS box set? <laughs> Government. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about silicon life forms. So, uh, hey, there is some news before we get into it. Uh, David Duchovny is playing a couple concerts in Vancouver. I oh think this boy. will be up before those are up. So, <laughs> August twenty first and twenty second. Uh, we'll probably have this up before then. And uh, and Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. Yeah. So the, the people that have been stocking the uh, the set all summer will actually mm-hmm. get a concert. Does he actually give like comp tickets to all the old extras? Not at all. Nah, I don't even know where those people well, are. fucked up. <laughs> well, it's a separate project. We should get our own comp tickets. We're at every show. So Alexander nah, Gastown in Vancouver, British Columbia. That's exciting. That's right. Friday, August 21st and 22nd. Go to com. It's actually the top post right now. We have uh, links to ticketing if you're in Vancouver. We do have a couple Decovniacs going. Not me. Yeah. Not so, Walt. Canucks, go support the man. Well, no. We have people... Like we do. That's right. One of our Decovniacs who has been four for four so far. Boston. Well, we that's not confirmed yet, but there were a couple people that te- uh, tweeted me at Decovniacs that said they were going. Well, she's not going for sure? Oh, well, I don't want to officially announce it yet. Well, I'm not naming names, but somebody who's been at like four of the four concerts already is going to be going and representing us. Maybe. Why didn't you go to Boston? Mm-hmm. We were talking about we it. We were, but what happened was by the time I decided to go, there was only one ticket left and all the tickets were sold out yeah. and I couldn't. I don't want to go and by myself. Go she could have you should have like done what the like the three little kids in the trench coat do and just been like have you on Walt's shoulders. <laughs> Muppet rascals. Man. One ticket please. Yes, Muppet, Muppet Man. Man. Which is based on the Little Rascals. So, uh, that's Little Rascals originally. They do that in the hottest movie of the summer this year too, by the way. What's that? Minions? The Minions. Oh, that makes oh, sense. The Minion oh. movie, which you And seen. one of the goggles on the Minions ends up being the, the boobs of the lady they create. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Nice. Mm-hmm. Minion, I see that minion goggle boobs. So next time you look at Minions eyeballs just think boobs, boobies. I'm I'm really behind in a lot of movies this summer. I haven't seen a lot. You've seen a lot. And I've seen, we've a, seen few. a lot. We've seen a lot. I, saw Jurassic I think we've Park. talked Terminator on this podcast. We, we just saw something. What did we see? Mission Impossible Five was great. There's yeah. really been like jack shit since that. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I really want to see Fantastic Four, but I am scared. Uh, I heard it was bad. Out of my mind. I, I don't know. I don't really care. They told you that the they universe, have, the world, the yeah. universe. Yeah. No one. Ha- they have yet to do a good Fantastic Four movie, as far as I'm concerned. Why is that? I'm I don't just know. not into Fantastic let's, Four. Let's crack this chill. I'm guessing it's it's like what they do at a lot of Broadway shows. They over conceptualize under. I don't know, they under-edit. Well, you know, it's like I did like the Jurassic Park movie. They under-edit or just or, or, or they, They're lacking another rewrite. 
they're we, focusing on the special effects, not on the story. I haven't done a Fantastic Four sketch. We have. We need to. You're the thing. I could be thing. You yeah. Be Sue. Yeah. I'll be s- the torch. Yeah. And- um, get the tum tum. Tum tum. I was thinking that. Uh, our tall, lanky British the listener, Tom Tom, yeah. is our tall, lanky, yeah. stretch Armstrong. Yeah. Very skinny. That's He's our Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's got like a professor type vibe to him. Oh, totally. Yes. Especially the he new professor who's like total geek and by like 20 go, years old. Yeah, I'll go blackface too. Yeah. As per the new. The oh new boy. Johnny Walker. Oh boy. Oh no no. Halfway through the sketch, Brian Johnny has Walker. To, uh, Johnny Storm. Johnny, Johnny Storm, Walker. <laughs> Johnny Walker's boots. He was looking at the horse that he just That's created. That's right. He wishes he was that drunk. Oh my goodness. Oh I feel my drunk, God. I haven't had an alcohol since Chicago. So. I know. Well, the pants you're wearing. <coughs> I gotta say. What are you talking about? We had beers. Oh yeah, that's right. At our meeting. See, I had so much alcohol, I forgot I had alcohol. Oh boy. I, I have a, I have a problem. Just for the record, so what's the mess today? Yeah, he's wearing these really tight red maroon sweatpants. It is like 90 degrees outside, and you're wearing sweatpants. <laughs> had a lot of and the pocket is turned inside out and flapping out of his bot. You had like a reverse one ear, one eyed ear. And then you're wearing elephant. a Disney t shirt that yeah. has Mickey Mouse like and Goofy glasses, on it. A Superman hat. This is an ensemble. This is the, the ensemble saying, I'm clearly not trying to look cool. This is the ensemble saying, I clearly am going shopping at Walmart later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm a fucking mess. Yeah, you're not going yeah. to Target because you don't agree with those. Uh, Gender-neutral clothes for children. Well, then I end up wearing granny panties because I can't tell. Well, they can't find a size there. Yeah, well, the granny panties probably fit me, but I'm always afraid. Why would you wear granny panties? Because they're gender-neutral. Can we not talk about granny panties? (laughs) (laughs) The labels do not say men or women. So I don't know because I'm not really look at me. I don't know what I'm doing. When that I'm, you got at Disney. And but you know and this then is the, the pants, one day. I don't know what you were thinking. I kind of want to burn them. I've had these for a long time. They need and to go. The pants. No, these were probably on the clearance rack at Walmart for like three bucks one time. So That's like, great. Eh, that could probably come in handy. I don't sometime. even think so. I think Speaking that was like what Washington you didn't do today. You never said you're wearing that today. You know, if I got that, I probably would have changed. Well, you know, By the time I realized you were wearing is, that, I went out to the car. Isn't this why we do the podcast and voiceovers so we don't have to look good? Oh, 100%. Like I said, I was wearing a pants with a hole in it like two podcasts ago. That was at our house. We're actually in the city right now. Well, we're that's why I'm not wearing pants with a hole in it right now. Uh, this is the alternative. If they had a hole, that wouldn't have stopped you. Yeah. I was destined All right, we're for six life minutes in into the podcast, and we haven't even talked about the episode. Well, no, speaking yet. of holes, okay. my goodness, how about the holes? In the person's neck with the vampires <laughs> in episode seven. Yay, segue. That was like worse than news TV. Oh, God. Uh, news radio. Uh, like Paul Blart did that. That was a smooth transition. Wow. So, yeah. So, three. Uh, three is one of those episodes that has so many amazing cinematography type moments, but weird leaps. Like, all of a sudden, when he and when he and Mulder and the vampire, or the, the wannabe vampire, or whatever her name is, Kristen, Kristen, finally come together. Like, when they get together, all of a sudden, he's in there, and she's waiting for her, and all of a sudden, they're romantic. Like, it came out of nowhere, right? Uh, but with, they had this wonderful 70s kind of Mulder, somewhere Mulder was in time all music. messed up in the head. Because I assume that's like Scully. a vampire spell. Yeah, and and, nope. he, and yeah, and Mulder was in a weird state because he was blaming himself for Scully being gone, yeah. and he was missing he was her. He was very in a weird mindset. But he was uh, afraid of AIDS, so he didn't drink her blood. <laughs> I, I will say in the first in the first like shot of the episode when you see like the kind of like prostitute type girl mm-hmm. silhouettes 
mm-hmm. in the shadows and the guy's talking to her. I thought, like, for a split second, I was like, is that where Scully's been this whole time? <laughs> She's making grandpa porn. Oh, baby. <laughs> the government brainwashed her and turned her into a lady of the night. Oh, my God. How about that 1980s club, like you said? It was oh, a very, uh, or even awful. 70s, 80s. Like, yeah, where are we at now? 94? It's 94, yeah. November 94, and it's... Uh, I think you said November 12th to 14th. Now, this is filler episode because Jillian Anderson had to go have her baby. Yeah. yeah, so how long did she need to have a baby? I don't understand how this... Because only she, filmed, like, during the summer. She gave birth in September 24th, 1994, to her daughter, Well, she was Piper. pregnant at the end of season about, one already. About two weeks later, she returned to the X-Files set. And yeah, that's for, did, for yeah. the episode, which comes after this, which is One <laughs> Breath, where they'd given her very little to do, mm-hmm. just lie down there. On the table. Yeah. And have one breath. Uh, so she <laughs> and was, big boobs. So she did six? That happened. So she, she did like five episodes in her final month of pregnancy? Right? Yeah. They filmed That's it that quick. Like. Five? Yeah. yeah. Plus she did a few episodes in the beginning. And um, like That's the end of season one. End, I'm sorry. End of season one, she was already pregnant. Like the last two or three episodes of season one, she's already pregnant. Yeah, you can and tell. She's not showing. You. I don't. I don't know. No, she's not showing, but there's definitely a, a change. You can definitely tell she was starting to like shoot, an extra like her, pound or two yeah. in the face, or, or no, you know, you oh, it's minor, bit. but it's it's noticeable because I because there's a memory memory of me of Scully being frumpy compared to a Hollywood leading lady. Uh, and it's these episodes that you remember that from. Well, yeah, she know? definitely has some yeah. weight in her face. When you go back to the pilot, she's normal baby. Skinny yeah. and, you know, Don't you on. be a body shamer. No I'm not body a body shamer, shamer, but notice She's having a baby. You yeah. try having a baby. Well, and X-Files, oh, not X-Files, uh, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, Fox execs wanted her gone because, like, how dare you get pregnant? And not stay smelt or what smelt? Smelt? Not stay smelling like a leading lady. I'm having a bad day. I need more coffee. You need Um, new pants. Is what you need. I need to do over this. You need more than me. A lot of things. (laughs) I've been off since Chicago. I have to say, I've been like I haven't caught a rhythm Uh, since getting back to Chicago. Walt Tubney is dying. It's not nothing to do with Walt Tubney. David has changed him forever. Hashtag Walt Tubney is real. yeah. Maybe you need a vampire to seduce you. So there's something cool uh, about this episode I found. I had not uh, really. David Duchovny, or Mulder, Go on. says, um, I really didn't believe in vampires before this. I thought, you know, I, I just chalked it up to uh, the, the disease. Because it was kind of cliche. Yeah, the, uh, right. Gunther's disease. Yeah, or Gunther's Gun- disease. Gunther? He didn't want to believe it, but Gunther? then all of a sudden, disease. he becomes a believer, and... Um, and a lot of times, and I think at the times the vampires had doubts until Johnny, the son, actually does die and come back. That's where they really find, wow, it really is true. Like they were living this lifestyle, almost like the the real vampire lifestyle where people are in clubs with blood Yeah, people who really want to be vampires. Yeah, yeah, you know, the real vampire lifestyle. Well, no, there, there the is real a, vampire. There is a there real vampire people. lifestyle. I've known people in the village that have had the implants put in. So they actually have full-time fangs. Oh, but they're just people. No, no, no. But not, they're not real vampires. But the real vampire scene uh-huh. is basically goth with, like, taking a couple pricks of the finger and sucking on each other's blood. Speaking and of a couple of pricks. It's uh, just all weird kinky shit. It's the father my, always is kind of weird. In my honest opinion. Yeah. The, co- the father with what? The father. The son, the father, and the holy yeah, unholy why spirit. Do they Where did the woman? Trinity? I don't get Yeah, this. I didn't get that either. I don't understand. Well, it's like satanic worship, the, the satanic worship, the opposite of Catholicism or Christianity, which is the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So they're the Father, Son, and the unholy spirit. 
And Why so can't it, they be the unfather, the unson, and the unholy spirit? Mm. That's just redundant. Okay. I mean, it could be. That would be consistent. <coughs> Doesn't sound as good. Better look at uh, so they they because it's still a father son relationship. The bread with the blood inside. Ugh. Yeah, but that's a classic Romanian Eastern European thing. That's not just a vampire thing. See, this is why I only eat local American. Uh huh. Bad, horrible processed yes. bread. Yeah, but I think if you bake it though, that would really give it some flavor. In that. Well, putting blood inside bread is technically a genetic modification. The genetic modification? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Putting blood inside the band bread, maybe. Who the fuck would uh, do that? Vampires. Uh, obviously. Mm. <laughs> That's oh, right. Oh, I need a little snack. Uh, <laughs> of course they would. Of course they would. So it's an interesting episode. Although it's, it's, kind it's like the... definitely filler. I'm like, it's not my favorite. <coughs> um, it, it For a vampire episode, mm-hmm. I guess they had to do one at some point. Did they? Yeah, they had to. The next one's better. In a few seasons. Do you have that. a couple? The end, I really enjoyed Mulder clenching his little cross and his puppy dog face mm-hmm. sitting there looking sad. You know, one of my big issues with this episode, the constant going back to the fires of California, you know, the, 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 the wild raging, out of control fires. Mm. And I kept waiting for that to come through. Other than the fact that they burn the house and they create a fire at the end. So they blew it up. <clears throat> yeah, she I mean, killed she, she killed herself. She killed all the vampires. They found the four bodies. But they never tie in the wildfires to it. It's just like this. Maybe it's like the hell they just fires. Allude, they wanted to make some type of reference to yeah, it, I guess. Yeah, it almost feels like the director was like saying, there, there's too many forest fires going on. We, we need, need to fix We this. need to make some type of statement. It, it was more of a statement than a yeah, connected thing. Yeah, what's the thing. agenda of this episode? Yeah, I mean, visually, at times, it kind of worked. And then... Uh... Trivia. Uh, this is <coughs> Carrie Reeves, who, if you've seen Entourage, she's Mrs. Ari Gold. That's right. And she's... Uh, Will Ferrell's wife in old school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's done a bunch of stuff and uh, was dating David Duchovny at the time. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it shows on screen. <laughs> the, another episode from Chris Rupenthal with James Morgan and... Morgan uh, and uh, Wong. Glenn Morgan and James Wong. David Nutter directed and it originally aired on November 4, 1994. 94! Yeah. I, I give it a six. A six? Yeah. It's not my favorite. I was going to give it a five. Then give it a five. Because I gave space a zero just as, you know, because you need zero, one, five. zero, ten. I thought you were defending this episode. <laughs> mm. You know what, though? In comparison, we're into season two. <clears throat> and, the rest of season two so far? And the episodes have been amazing. And this is probably the first yeah. one, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. just in, just because in, I, I liked another one coming up better than the Reese did. So. I'm going to give three. A three. Oh, wow. That's pretty bad. That's rough. A three. A three. Three a three. Because all the Scully fans don't like this one. Well, she's not in it. (laughs) Well, you know, the company does a fine job on his own, but it's just like, this just feels like it doesn't even belong in the whole mythology and all the the great alien work and stuff we've Mm -hmm. done in the past six episodes, and now we get this, and it's not really government conspiracy and it's not really aliens so i'm no. not really right, right, right. interested it's lapd who cares about that hey quick sidebar just before we go on to the next episode and uh i was watching the strain i caught up on the strain last night season two and i saw chris owens mr spender we have not seen him he doesn't yet. know who that is yet but no, uh, we chris have two owens more seasons. makes a little cameo 
and uh, more of a one-off kind of part. But uh, I thought that was I was like, oh, that's Spender. And so I thought that was kind we of We haven't cool. got we need to, no, you'll, you'll we're be, a long be way away later. from, yeah. Uh-huh. So one breath. One breath. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's Why? a good one in my... Explain yourself. Um, I just, I, everything about it. I like the, the desperate, how desperate Mulder is. I like the face-off with Cigarette Smoking Man. Mm-hmm. I like the face-off and confrontation with X. Yeah. Um, I like... Skinner comes Skinner, out. yeah. Skinner came through, like, everything. And I love the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this was like a, one of those, let's, let's get all the main characters very clear and mad at each other mm-hmm. and yelling at each other, but I really, like, it was so unceremonious the way Scully reappeared. Right. And then, like... Oh, by the way, here she is. I always enjoy seeing the lone gunman, but it's just like, I didn't understand exactly how she was saved. See, Frohicky really loves her. Mm, Frohicky. Come by with his flowers. It yeah. felt very like cleans soap, up nicely. Soap opera. Yeah, it was very chick flicky for X Files. That's why you like. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. <laughs> I love it. This is for the Scully fans and laying there with just gigantic pregnant boobs or post-pregnancy boobs. Great. He's laying there dying and he's just looking at her post-pregnancy boobs. Big hard nipples. uh, Why are you looking at her nipples? Well, no, you kept pointing them out. No, I just said they were big. I was saying, they're not that. And then I was like, oh, wow. I was like, look how big they are because she, anyways. But she lays flat in the all And then you're like, oh, nipples. When dad doing his, a lot of monologuing in this. Yeah, who is that? Oh, the monologue. Yeah, Maggie's monologue, right? Go ahead. Is that her name? Melissa? Melissa? Oh, yeah. The Scully's sister? sister? Scully's sister. Scully's, si- Scully's mm-hmm. sister. She plays Barbara Gordon on, on the, in the, the Dark Knight. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's done uh, a lot of stuff. She was she actually appeared in an episode of Crisis. You guys follow Gillian Anderson's Crisis, career. Crisis. She actually had a scene with Gillian Anderson in Crisis. Who is that guy, mm-hmm. Owens? Charlie Owen? What did you say? Oh. Chris Owen. Chris Chris Owen. He is uh, a character. See the nurse Owen that is randomly no, referenced? No, no reference. To no make nurse. you feel like there's a twist no. when there isn't really nurse, one. They never really explained what nurse Owen, where she went or who she was or if no. she worked for them or if she was not working for what we see or in the future. Or is she a total figment of imagination? There, there's that Because the too. one time we see her and Mulder in the same shot, he is totally oblivious or ignoring her. Which you could chalk up to, it's almost like one of those Sixth Sense things. Having known the episode and knowing what's going to happen at the end and watching it again, I noticed very much, though, that he never looks at her. That So she could be a total figment of Scully's imagination. Or I always thought well, what's maybe... what's the point of that? Well, no, that's like she's actually Scully's, part of Scully's psyche saying, fight this, fight this, fight this, fight this. So it's more of an internal thing externally realized for the sake of when she's on a boat she's on a boat she's on a boat she's on a boat this is the first time we see Mulder put an X on his window to summon X Mm -hmm. he's pretty pissed off about it Mm -hmm. is that how he gets in touch with him yeah from now on on, bat signal that's his bat signal uh, first appearance, like you said, Melissa Sc- uh, Scully. Yeah. Uh, you saw the two brothers. That's I told right. you because you didn't believe Charlie. me. You didn't believe me. There was Charlie. <laughs> we never we'll, meet again. We might get Charlie in the new season, maybe. Because, like, you know what? We never dealt with that guy, Charlie. Not like Charlie die? There was a funny tweet that uh, was it Glenn Morgan tweeted. He mm-hmm. said, or maybe someone tweeted him was like, "So we get one whole episode about Charlie and what he's been up to <laughs> because we never met him. We only mm-hmm. heard about him." 
But the snake, I love her monologue in the beginning. Ah, we were just talking Do about the monologue. Do we meet Bill Jr. yet? That's no, weird, thank like, God. Normally the beginning episode, like cold opens, are kind of like something dramatic that has nothing to do with Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, has to do with the case. And this was very, like, jarring and strange. Just open with, like, this beautiful monologue and this pretty, like, pastures. <laughs> mm. I was like, what show am I watching? Mm. Nice. Have you ever shot me? a snake with a BB gun? No. I, I can say I have. I can say I actually have. Okay. Yeah. You, Does that help you? are a monster. I don't know. I, I, I related to that scene. <laughs> Are you a dentist? No, my friend Judd and... Are you uh, a lion-killing dentist? Poor Judd is dead. No, don't make fun of Judd. He was a very smart deaf boy. Uh, Judd okay, was... Okay, um, You can't hear this. It's okay. Judd, uh, Walter! <laughs> you know what? Let's just move. No, we were down by the riverside, and uh, there was a big black snake, and we had a BB gun. I don't think we hit it. Uh, they had better aim than we did, but uh, good. So, but we that were snake did at it. nothing to you. Leave well, that no, snake I was alone. And it wasn't like we were trying to like kids like bully this snake. Snakes are cute. Why I was would scared you do of the snake. I didn't know that a, like this black snake was not poisonous and probably leave me alone. But it was right on our path, and uh, it was scary. It was right where we wanted to stand and fish. Actually, great. There's a cigarette machine in this episode. Yes, <laughs> that's back when knows. you could actually buy cigarettes from the machine. She's yeah. like, hey. There's a note in there. Who gave him the note? I think outside Skinner. of Wisconsin, you can't do that anywhere anymore. Skinner. Skinner. Well, is there, like... Oh. When... Go ahead. In The Lone Gunman, they mentioned that, like, they've altered Scully's DNA. Mm. Mm. They've done a lot. They come... There is... There is some damage that was done to her that we don't learn about until maybe the fourth season. Yeah. Third season? Fourth season. They don't deal with it till then at all? Uh, no. We find out what happened. Well, they deal with it mm-hmm. throughout the whole series. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like an ongoing thing now. It's an ongoing thing, what she has. Yeah, they've yeah. done some things to her. So mm. we, we find out later as we go, as yeah. things unravel. Although I don't know how far ahead they were planning when they wrote this. <laughs> no, but I think from now, from the next three or four years, this is a major There's undercom. a lot of storylines based on yeah. this particular, what happened during her abduction. Yeah. And there are a lot of different... Plot developments. Sure. And it seems like they didn't really know what they were going to do, so they just kind of brought her back in and yeah. left all these ambiguous things. She's like, pop, I had the baby. I'm coming back. Oh, shit. Let's put this to, okay. You have to. But the, the, the CSM thing, um, I've watched presidents die. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Which that, ones? Well, that we find out we later. We find out later. I, I would argue that this probably represents a bunch of guys sitting around a table saying, what's the cheapest way we can bring her back? What's the most inexpensive way? Just because we need to get her back in. What do you mean? What what what's the easiest way to bring her back that would? No, what's the cheapest? Give 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 her the least amount of things to yeah. do. Yeah, well, how can we how can we explain it and how can we just make her there because we don't have a budget to do anything more. We don't have a well, budget. They, they had a budget. What are you talking about? We, we, outer space we ran out of money to go back into the woods and find her, and uh, it would be easier to say. You know, she just arrived, and we don't have to explain it because that's who we are. I did get that vibe on the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So if we want to move on to that, um, this one, yeah, all right. So I just uh, want to laugh about the video that Mulder brings her superstars and Super Bowls. I oh wait, wait, wait. What is the that, fuck? Oh is yeah, that, that is this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? I think that's uh, like Super Super Bowl halftime shows. <laughs> right. He gives her the weirdest gifts. Superstars and Super Bowls. I'm guessing that's what that means. It's, it's probably <laughs> well, the top. I guess it's the thought that counts. And it might include like top uh, 
you know, the, the last few minutes of the Heidi Bowl that nobody got to see mm, or okay. something like that. Yeah, okay, no. I have no top, idea. Top clips of the Super Bowls plus the halftime shows. and It's very sweet. Because that, yeah. that's back when halftime shows were, like, done by Disney, and they weren't big rock star things. They were more of, like, these horrible shows. I remember the magic one with the cars under the seat. It got really bad. Oh boy. I'm going to give this a Mickey nine because I really love all the things that this sets up this episode. And yeah, it's kind of. I'm yeah, going to give it an eight. I, I have issues with it. It's it's amazing pieces, but the whole doesn't come together for me. I've always had issues with this one. The whole. But I like it. And it's so important yeah. to what goes on in the future. I have to give it an eight because there are some amazing things in there. I, I, I hilariously laugh when Frobicky comes in and. It's, it's crazy. I'll give it a six because I can see why it's important, but as far as, like, having, uh, you know, kind of a, being a standalone episode, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't merit it on that. Right. Because there's so many things, like, before and after that we're supposed to know. Yeah. Mm. So this is um, the poor man's ice. That's what I call Firewalker. Mm-hmm. This is the worst episode, one of the worst episodes I, I can't. This, I, I do not like this episode. To me, any, it is the dumbest any thing. Any science fiction thing that has a penis jutting out it of a neck a penis. and spewing on somebody's like face every, in order to spread the virus. Everyone else that was tweeting that hashtag said it looked <laughs> like asparagus. Yeah, they said it ruined asparagus and the next one ruined cow's meat or beef. Well, that is like where all the budget to this episode went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Into the things coming out of the yeah. neck. Yeah, because that was like the only well done effect and then everything else was trapped clearly inside like a sound studio somewhere where they filmed this episode and I think they probably it's just it is kind of funny because it was feeling like that very insular quarantine vibe from the the thing ripoff episode yeah, in the ice. first season mm-hmm. but this season like it didn't really have a monster well it's it's that it's the the containment or the biohazard thing, whatever yeah. that is, the parasite. Plus, that, that's the monster. But like you twist. see the shadow in the beginning and then you never see that again. So you're led to believe there's like a walking fire monster. Right. Mm, you don't want right. to see what an X-Files does when they make a walking fire monster. I, I don't know. I don't know. It did feel like, 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 one in, um, the it felt one, like a 1950s horror the film. The one in, that in Arcadia. <laughs> that uh, David always says it looks like someone fucked Miss Butterworth. <laughs> <laughs> the monster in Arcadia. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. No, who's ahead of themselves? Oh, oh it's funny home. as hell. Um, they keep talking about this volcano robot, the Firewalker, <laughs> and it, it makes me think like, oh, is there a monster? No, it's just like the parasite finding a host. It's the parasite. I feel like this episode was put there to just kind of be a giant fucking metaphor. For Mulder and Scully's relationship. She's a parasite? <laughs> She's like an asparagus no, popping with, out with of his Trepko neck? No, Trepko and Jesse, you yeah. know? Like, oh, Trepko's yeah, yeah. always like, I've got these theories to uh, crack and solve. And then Jesse's like, I, you know, I don't believe you, but I'm going to follow you anyway. And you know, she ends also, up she's dead. She's more of just a college intern, too. I think she's more of a, uh, a fling. You know, I think there's an implied... Well, I got the parallel vibe. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying a little bit. Um, Jessie, uh, what was her name? The actress? Oh, uh, that's Shawnee Smith. She's from, from Becker? Becker, yeah. Yeah. And then Leland Orser, uh, who played Ludwig, is uh, in all the Taken movies. One of the uh, 
four guys that are like a part of his Oh, yeah, crew. and 24 and Ray Donovan. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, a, lot he's of, a lot of stuff. Um, and then uh, Hero. When Ludwig tries to kind of, ice kind off of Mulder, and then he kind of tries to play it off like nothing happens. Yeah, th- it's... <laughs> Uh, obviously, yeah, maybe, because Moldris is very protective of Scully in this episode, and he doesn't want her going off, and he starts getting very protective and right. territory. Not territory, I guess just protective. Right. And she actually says, you know, I'm back, you need to stop this, because he sees her more is fragile. Mm-hmm. I do so, see, like, I do see that. There's a confusing thing with the three of them, uh, the, the, the three infected scientists, where... At moments, they feel like, and maybe it's a conflict. It's not really done well enough, I don't think, to really, not even enough to warrant this conversation, maybe, but there's a little bit of a conflict of. <laughs> no, because it's not that the well done. The episode doesn't even warrant a podcast, in my opinion. What I'm saying, there's a, I don't know. There's a conflict whether, is there's an ongoing conflict internally of who's in control of the body. At times, it feels like the parasite's mentally in control. We have to get out of here to spread our selves you know to otherwise we, we're gonna they know that they're gonna die here if we don't go out and spread our seed kind of a thing yeah so they the have way, to get out maybe not the best first assignment for Skelly to take yeah, in the middle of the woods <laughs> after coming back by a volcano yeah, yeah. Let's go to a volcano let's jump into a volcano and there's plenty. There's plenty of moments. Are you sure? You sure you want to go? You, you, I don't think. Are you sure you're up to this? And then, so she just gets out. She finally gets better, and she ends up in a month long quarantine. Oh God! Oh no! Oh, oh no! Something's Wait. happening in the Twitter sphere. You want to see what it is? It might be news. No, I don't. I don't care. Okay. It's, you just took the notes away. I know. You just took them away. Although, it, you know, the the one thing is, you know, it, not it, only does she say she's fine, she's completely fine. Like, there's no sign of I'm any fine. issue. I'm fine. Like, she's beyond saying she's fine. She appears to be completely fine, like nothing ever happened. You know, from someone who's That's been That's what in a they coma, do on the X-Files. They, don't, they pretend they have avoidance months. issues. Where have you been? Yeah. They pretend. Not, I know. They, they go I back know. to an, one episode as if the last episode never even happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a tough thing with a, with a serialized show. You want people to be able to jump in wherever, I guess. But that's it is kind of shitty that they had to go to a month-long quarantine after, get, after being abducted and returned. That sucks yeah. for her. But the neck penis thing, yeah, it's weird. Penis neck. The truth is out there, and the truth is in an elephant. What? He said it. Mm -hmm. The truth is in an elephant. An elephant? Yeah. What does that mean? What's a Trepko's analogy? We we pulled an elephant out of the volcano, basically. You know, it was a simile or metaphor for grabbing the tail, grabbing the trunk, grabbing the foot. Trepko, by the way, is the... Douchebag from Billy Madison. Mm. Oh, really? Okay. He's been in a lot of stuff. I try to, you know, I don't hate this episode. I, I, I like this better it's than ridiculous. three, I think. It's ridiculous. Because um, there's elements of it that's so classic stupid. sci-fi. So Yeah, and it gets Mulder and Scully back together. Yeah. But I think I enjoyed Ice a little more than this one. Oh, yeah, Ice is Oh, Ice is definitely awesome. better, yeah. Which is weird because I've enjoyed season two more than I've enjoyed season one. Mm-hmm. This is probably the low point of season two. We've got some stinkers coming up. These were stinkers. These were all stinkers. Really? One breath. I don't know. One breath is one breath was okay, good. but this one and three well, empires stinky, three. stinky poo episodes, <laughs> which I which I should expect because we're like in the middle of the season now, I guess. But 
I will say this so far is my least favorite Howard Gordon episode. This is a Howard Gordon this episode. Is a Howard Gordon. This, this is a Howard Gordon this episode. Seem oh like my god! No, that no, no, no. Howard, Howard Gordon. Gordon. Twenty four and Homeland. Twenty four and Homeland. Yeah. Yeah. Usually his are much more intriguing. This is Alex Alex Gonza too. But I think that's also <clears throat> what is Howard Gordon about it? The the person you think is the bad guy ends up being the good guy. You know, there are those mm. kind of reversals. The the three, although the way they're sweating and sick, it's obvious that there there's something going on with them, and uh, very cl- clearly some kind of issue going on. But uh, I feel like if we had watched this with the X Files rewatch mm-hmm. on the tweet, the live tweet when they did this, it would have been a lot more entertaining. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's we like need to catch up. Science three thousand. You can like. Oh, what about fun of stuff as it comes on, like the dead bodies that continue to move after they're dead. <laughs> what about the sand in the throat? So, so basically, the uh, the silicon-based parasites shit sand, and it's all over their throat when they when the thing dies. So they they have a penis coming out of the neck that shit sand. It spews in your face to to make you sick, but it shit sand throughout your lungs. Ah, there's worse things they can shit, yeah. like shit. Well, sand in your lungs. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty rough. Yeah, but I mean, I, you I want my ass the big question. The, you know, <laughs> the big question annoying. is: Do you want sand in your? Do you want sand in your throat? Or do you want shit in your throat? I well, I don't know. I, I have oh. a big penis and sand stuck in my esophagus. Oh, okay then. Yeah, it's, All like, right. it's like um, sex on the beach. Gross. I'm yeah. I'm going to. I'm taking this too far. I, honey, I can't even do this. Yeah. I can't even. I can't even. Literally, no. Uh, I give this a four. A four? It's horrible. I'm going to give it a six. Ooh, baby. I enjoy this one. This is classic sci-fi. I'll give it a five. Ah, uh, see, better than three. Mm. See, we went up, you went down. I'm trying to pull up what's, what are the next episodes coming up? I'll uh, tell you right Red here. Red Museum is oh, next. Oh, gosh. Poor Patrick. That's why they said they, they, this, this one ruined asparagus. Red Museum ruins beef. Oh, man. Oh, boy. What just happened? Uh-huh. Excelsi's Day... Oh, okay. Which episode is that? Oh, yeah. The the old folks' ghosts. Oh, great. Oh, that one's yeah, kind of cool. But it, I don't love it. But and it's Aubrey. Good. And Aubrey is good. Oh, yeah. We've got some yeah. interesting guest stars in that one. Boy, we blew through <laughs> these episodes. We just didn't have a lot to say about these, did we? Uh, The only one, like I said, One Breath was good. Mm-hmm. And now we've got three... Uh, interesting episodes coming yeah. up. Oh boy! <laughs> so, uh, how are you doing so far with that season two so far, Pat? As our virgin here, I was enjoying season two until I sat down to watch these three. Yeah, the first six were amazing, and uh, but again, you know what? This kind of speaks to the whole thing. We're talking about the six episode arc that we're going to get in January and February of 2016. Uh, even the episode, even the show Twenty Four came back with twelve episodes. <laughs> did a half day. Um, the the classic twenty to twenty four episode full season is just almost impossible to knock it out of the park every week. You know, my favorite Twenty Four is probably my favorite show of the last yeah. decade, maybe. Well, that's and that's, oh, that's a full season. But they would have mid season episodes where it's like, let's deal with the daughter because we have nothing else to do. I feel like season for four and season five had almost knocked it out, even the standalones. Yeah. Like, I understand. They knocked out our park, everything. It's a tough job for these TV writers to do, mm-hmm. to keep it going, but that's why, like, these, I feel like that's why these Netflix shows and things have become so binge 
watching binge worthy yeah. because you can because it's more concentrated in what they want to touch on the important oh, things. Yeah. Well, they're they're extended movies. They're they're the, like the classic miniseries, and they're six to twelve hours of footage. Yeah, but even even in that aspect, you got to be careful too because did you watch like Dexter at all? No, not really. I don't know really. if I mentioned Dexter. No, I've, on I've this heard. I've podcast. heard it had like a really disappointing ending. Well, the so. first the first couple seasons are really solid. Season four with John Lithgow is amazing, yeah. and then season five, six, and seven and eight, it's like they have really strong opens and yeah. then really strong finales, and right. then they're just kind of like going through the motions for the ten episodes in between, just to fill in things. Well, it's like the Hobbit movies, where they had a one book turned into three movies, just to make money, basically. Let's stretch it into nine hours. Well, they, I didn't see those you know. movies. And a lot, of, well, say a lot of these are based on books, or based on series that they have enough for about five hours, and they stretch it to 12. Well, those cable they, shows... Uh, I think I may have mentioned this in one of the podcasts before. They're kind of designed to bring in new subscribers to the cable networks. Yeah. They're not. They don't make money on advertising for those shows. They they make money on selling the subscriptions yeah. to HBO or Showtime or Keeping whatever. So that's one thing with Californication. Why the premise was uh, somewhat exhausted by the end of the third season. Even mm -hmm. maybe you could even argue the end of the second. That premise into the fourth season would have been right. the perfect time to end it. Five, six, and seven. Mm -hmm. Same thing. It, it began and ended right? almost the same exact yeah. way. And cool then, like, anything cool in between. Cool season premiere, yeah. cool season finale, mm -hmm. but then, like, everything in between, you're just like, what am I, like, it just, like, right. no one has learned any, like, nothing, no, nothing has developed at all. Right. And, like, they'll have, like, weird little side plots just to keep things interesting enough. And well, they, no, so they could have done that. That could have easily happened with Breaking Bad, but it didn't. Right. Yeah, and I think it's because they had it. Yeah, they had an end game in mind. They were like, well, this, we're not going to do that. We're going to yeah. do it right. We're going to make sure everything in there is for a reason. We're not going to have. Right. And, and when you watch Breaking Bad, and I had problems with parts of 24 because. After, you know, I think it was, we started that right after Breaking Bad had finished. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, there's these filler episodes with the daughter. And it's well, really we binge 24. Right. And it's exhausting yeah. to binge a 24 episode season. You can binge, I've binged 12 episode seasons overnight. And where I got in, like Camelot, I watched the Showtime's Camelot, which was never brought back because of con contract issues. But it was an amazing series. And it was 12 hours, it was so good. I started it at around se seven o'clock at night and I saw the sun come up with the last episode. I just watched it straight through. No breaks for food or drink. I just watched it straight through. Did so X-Files, was X any of the seasons X-Files part of the writer's strike that kind of like messed up a lot of TV shows? In 94? Or was it already done by then? Uh, in the 90s? No, there's like a writer's strike. Uh, the first season of Breaking Bad. The movie was the affected movie by The movie was it. affected. That yeah. was the second movie, I want to believe, came the out in 2000. Because I remember... They were filming because they started at the end of 2007. Well, Kill, Kill, well, I mean, Heroes kind of killed itself. But yes, the third season of Heroes was affected by the writer's strike. Uh, the well, the first season was a half season because of it. Yeah, X Files was done of by Heroes then. was a half season because of the writer's strike. That was like 2007, 2008. They never quite, and then the, yeah, they, yeah. They, were, they took such a long hiatus that uh, they never recovered. Well, season four of Lost was also a writer's strike. It was mm -hmm. a super short season. Mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of snaps some of these shows out of like the formula. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah you have to deal with it. Uh, well, I can tell you from first hand, I, I was in Norway filming Lilyhammer with Stephen Van Zandt last summer, mm -hmm. or last May. And I got to sit down with the writers because they had an issue with the script that I, I was brought over to do. 
and I got to know the writers pretty well. When I met them at the Netflix premiere party, they were saying one of the reasons I, we, there's not going to be a season four of Lilyhammer and had nothing to do with ratings. I think the people are watching it. They didn't know what to do with it. Like you're saying, a lot of shows they stretch it forever. But yeah. after That's two another or three seasons, show that they're they decided in. not to do it because they honestly thought they had played out the gimmick of the fish out of water. Right, and then and then like I said, these subscription based television so shows right. are not necessarily meant for longevity, like right. a law and order yeah. or, you know, something that's right. very, just episodic that can be this long running thing because mm -hmm. the premise has been exhausted and they get the subscribers they want and then at that point they've gotten already anyone that's gonna subscribe mm -hmm. for that series, they've already gotten those people. They right. those people have already subscribed, which means they need to move on to a new series that's gonna bring in new subscribers in a new audience. Yeah. So those are not really necessarily built to last very long and whatever they do to extend it I mm -hmm. think is done maybe um, from the producers and, and the people that are involved mm -hmm. pushing it because they obviously want to keep their jobs but after a while it's like why are we, are we going to keep Well they doing become this? like sequels at that point. Yeah, They're money makers. I do, I do feel like Supernatural does a better job of yeah. keeping every episode fresher than even in the early seasons as opposed to these early seasons of X-Files but right. they also had this to kind of learn from. Yeah, and you have a couple of the writers and one of the directors, uh, Kim Manners, passed away. Was well, on you know, that. I think what Supernatural Some does, of the writers, and you were talking about X Files, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple I mean, of the other no guys. One, I'm sure when they started that show, no one thought it'd be in its tenth season. No, oh, no, they're going to eleven now, and the ratings would just keep it's getting very, higher and it's higher. It's a very underrated show, considering their consistency. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it, it's definitely well, very. Well, I think that, that show, show season from. three, I think, was affected by the writer strike. Mm-hmm. And then it ends with like Dean in hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then the you're like, oh, is the show gonna come back? Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of part but, of it too. They always thought every season they would get canceled. Right, right, right. Now that show, no one ever really dies on either. Yeah. Ever. Oh, of course <laughs> not. Come back. Nobody yeah. dies. Bobby's been back a few but times. How many times have they gone itself, to heaven and hell in it purgatory? It doesn't take itself as seriously. No. no. Well, I think that's what what you like about four and five of X Files. These one-off episodes start to have a more comic flair. And we get they start, Vince, Vince Gilligan They start to take in. themselves less. When is Vince, Vince Gilligan comes when in. When is his first episode? Um, I can't wait for this, because all of his episodes And then Darren amazing. Morgan starts to do some stuff that's kind of funny. He writes the the, the gems. And uh, what's, what's David Duchovny's term for Darren? The genius or the... Oh, I think that's this season or next season. Oh, Clyde Bruckman? Clyde, Clyde Bruckman, Small Potatoes. That one is overrated in my opinion, but that's... Clyde Bruckman? Yeah. Uh, what's the one with the? Is that the writers? Where they, they're up in the with the aliens and everything? And uh, oh, this is not happening. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? That's Clyde Bruckman's repose. No, that? that's a different one. You're all confused. Yeah, but, but anyway, they, 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 have, they have fun with it, and they're not like brilliant, brilliant cinematography or anything. But again, they're taking themselves less seriously, and it's it's comic relief. When, for when the is season. Humbug? Because that's like our first funny episode. When is that? Is the that? first funny one? Can you look it up and see? Is that coming this season? I think it is this season. Was that a Christmas episode? <laughs> no, I think you asked that before. Yeah, we went to this one. Um, no, that's kind of like X Files Freak Show episode. And we had oh, that. that one. Oh, that's season four, isn't no. it? No. 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 That's like the first funny episode. That's me. not true. Yes, it is. Well, that's coming up at the end of the season. Season Told 2, you. episode 20. Wow. It's coming up. Oh, that's wow. That's the first funny one? Yeah, look at the ones before that. Just tell me what... Let's go back. So going back, we have... We, we, can, we can say these to Patrick, and he can tell us what he thinks they're about. Um, I think this is German. The spelling is verb. I think it's dead calm. 
Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot. Oh no, no, that's Swedish, right? Is that the one? Dot com is the aging, the aging issue. We're supposed to ask him what there is. Okay. Fearful symmetry. Oh, I don't like that one either. Pat, what do you think? Fearful symmetry. Ghosts are too afraid to go in their own cemetery. I love it. Oh, that's the one with the elephant. What are you ele- doing? Invisible- taking so long. No, I forgot. It's, it's the one with the invisible elephant running down the street. It's horrible. Oh, I love that one. This is very sad uh, in the end. This just oh, this is one of the better episodes of all time. just and got announced yesterday. How do you feel about that? Joel McHale. Yes, I know. Joel McHale is in the X-Files revival. Oh, we've known that for a week. That's, that was announced at the beginning of the summer. It just says uh, August 14th. Not, uh, well, no, that's him talking about it because he said he did mm-hmm. an interview saying how yeah. he's excited. Oh. I sent you a link a while back. I said, look, to Joel McHale. We, that's a sore subject, okay? We don't need to talk about his character. Tad. 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 Tad O'Malley. End game with our little trivia game. End game. End game. What's end game about? End game? It's a chess board that's that right. has alien conspiracies. Can we just underneath we the Can we just jump and skip all these and just go straight to Anasazi? Because I think I'd be happier that way. Colony. Oh, Colony. Yeah, we can do that. Colony and Endgame are like Colony, Endgame, two of the best mythology episodes back and to back. And they take place in Germantown, so. Ger- well, then they've got to be great if they're in yeah. fucking Germantown. How about Fresh Bones? Fresh Bones, they watched that last night on the rewatch. That's a, uh, that is an episode set at a male strip club. <laughs> fresh Bones. Oh. Baby. What is Fresh Bones about, Larise? Um, It's about that cult, right? That weird cult. Is this the one where they're eating people? I think so. In the chicken factory? Oh, I don't know if they're eating no, people. No, that's not that one. It's a different one. No, no, oh, oh, no, oh, no, I, I don't want to even, I don't, I don't want to spoil this one. For, this is, this is a very Irresistible good. is coming up. Yeah. So I, it, it, This one is good. So we can just do Irresistible and then Colony at Endgame and then Anasazi. I just want to get to Anasazi. <laughs> oh, die hand, die velits. Oh, that one is freaky. That's one we have. That one is freaky as shit. What the? Fucking school teacher. Oh, that one. The Satan frog. worshippers. It raining frogs. Oh, my goodness. We are going all off. Oh, I, can we and, just skip uh, the next three and get to these? Because they're interesting. Oh, is Irresistible Donnie Faster? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that came up so soon. We need to go to that. When is, oh, when yeah. is Humbug? Episode 20. Um... Uh, humbug, yeah, that's right. coming up. So we're, we're, we're we gonna need be to just have it. We month. need to we need to catch up to the rest There's of the rewatch gems. because these rewatches with the tweets are kind of funny. I'm watching some really funny tweets yeah. last night. Mm, looking I'm, very forward to it. All right, so, well, so they're a lot funnier. In two days, we will do, do a Ford podcast so we can catch up. In two days, we're doing four podcasts. That's where we can catch up. When is he gonna have time to watch all this? All day tomorrow. I'm not gonna watch it and all day do, tomorrow. All day tomorrow, we watch. We binge twelve episodes. Oh my god! And uh, and then Monday we come back and we record four episodes. It's bad so, enough I had last night. I was sitting there yeah. watching. This is all stuff that doesn't need to be on the podcast. Yeah. No. All right, so we should wrap up. And uh, oh, I, I, would you want to sing your uh, your wrong lyric? Would that be kind of funny to? No. No. The what? No. No. Okay. No. 
Well, you know, we're I have it on. I had it at some point. We were trying to sing David Duchovny's song, and I. So I I'm not the only one who ma- makes up words when David thinks I know no, all the words. No, I said the right word. I was actually reading it, but I read yeah. it wrong. I said, I'm done. I said, "Stories of your beauty." Is yeah. it all empty here? Say, I "Stories said, of your booty." Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Stories of your booty, all empty here. So yeah, that's the rain song. Yeah. It's always raining in this song. Yo. Hey, that's I'm Walt at the Walt Frazier. is not part of it. Uh, currently Walt Tubney for a day. No, you've already, already changed, changed it. it. Never mind, I'm just Walt Frazier. And our friend Twitter. Mandy is very upset about this. I'm sorry, Mandy. That's what that buzzing was. Is no! Mandy, I am going back. I said <laughs> X-Files going podcast day. Back oh, well, I, I didn't know you could change that. At the balls of tree stand by the company. And I away, oh Mandy. All right, well, I'm Larice F. And I'm Patrick, at the Pat Reedy. If you enjoy these podcasts, please go on iTunes and say some nice stuff about us. That's right. And if you're going to Vancouver, send us some pictures, because I, 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 I need a break. You can also follow us at Duchovny Axe. Yeah. And if see, you're so- going to the coffee shop, I'll get a coffee. Woohoo! I'm said I'm done. Bye. <laughs>